Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. So I want to talk about looking at your power meter or actually looking at your head unit uh, when you're racing. I had an athlete that said, hey, for real, I listened to your podcast about Rock Springs, and I honestly didn't even look at my Wahoo except to track mileage. You mentioned something about not looking at power during races very much. I finally read the race by feel, and that feels so good to type. This guy's got some other things going on because he's found success in his region and is now a marked rider and is learning how he has to race when now when he goes, everybody goes. And so he has to use his matches more effectively and has to be wiser with that. But that's not what I want to talk about. Maybe that's another podcast. This one, you've heard me talk about not looking at your heart rate monitor during a race. Uh, There's so many factors that affect heart rate that, you know, you don't want to back off the throttle just because you have a high heart rate. Now, disclaimer, I'm not a doctor. I'm not telling you you couldn't have a cardiac event happen. Uh, For me as an athlete, I'm just saying if I am entering a bike race, I understand the risks associated with that. And therefore, if I see a high heart rate, it just means I'm going really hard. And who knows, maybe I'll set a new PR heart rate today. Who cares? The other thing, I don't look at power because why would I want to see, you're going to see high watt numbers. You're chasing people. People are trying to drop you. You're only going to freak yourself out. Um, You know, I set a season one minute PR chasing Nate Brown because at one point when he was making a dig, It was him, and I knew there would be other people, and it it was at the point of the race, mid-race, the break didn't stick, but it was an effort that I thought this could be the move, so I went, I burned a match to make sure I was in that move if it stayed away. There was another time when the, and James, I owe you an email reply, um, a break was almost forming with about two laps to go or maybe a lap and a half to go. And we were coming over that, I guess I'll call it the front side climb. We weren't on Oakley Mountain. Uh, is it Oakley or Oakey? Oakley Mountain. It was the one before that. And it was Nate, some Hot Tubes guys, and Jimmy Sherman. And I always want to say it's Shermer. It's Sherman, I think. Sorry, Jimmy. Um, that was a do or die move. That was the move. If you think I'm going to look at my power when I'm struggling to stay attached, that would be a knife in my eye. Like, I don't want to see five, 600 watts as people are almost pulling away. And I just am like, dude, just keep going. Like, it, they're, it's going to slow up in a second. It's going to slow up. It's going to slow up. And we get over the climb and people are coasting down the backside. Remember that, you know, think of the race. Don't think of the power. I have to go all in to stay attached to that. And what's happening? You know, Nate's pushing the pace because hopefully he can tire out some of these hot tubes guys. He's outmanned. They're clearly going to try to beat Nate. I mean, it's great to beat a guy on rally. Shout out to rally. It's awesome when you guys come to these races. It was amazing to see Stephen Bassett uh, at Johnson City and Nate at Johnson City, um, now called Carter County Omnium. But anyways, I, I just really think if you're looking at your power you're gonna psych yourself out. Also, you're possibly overthinking it. Like we've talked about other athletes that are like, well, what what exactly should I do for what duration to make it with that group? It's not like a steady power effort. Um, 
have the power meter recording, obviously, on the Garmin or the Wahoo. I like Garmin. I have all the fields still up there. I have an extremely busy screen, but I'm not looking at, I'm not really looking at anything. Like maybe I'm looking at mileage, but to be honest with you, mileage can be off. So I'll usually do the first lap and see what the miles were to see if it's as advertised. Like if it's advertised as 84 miles, but it's 86, you wanna know that. Because if you look down at 83 and you think you have a mile left and you have three, you, know, you might be planning a breakaway, whatever. Hopefully though, you'd have the common sense to know, hey, we've done this like a couple laps. That finish seems farther away than a mile. So I don't even think you need to track mileage on it. I think, I'm trying to think of what I look at on my power meter. Um, I don't look at much. You're racing the race. Um, there's not much more to say about that. <laughs> Five minutes is up. All right, if you guys have questions, hit me up. Um, we're also posting on the website. We've had a few people that were like, I don't, I don't get this power file analysis. Why is it free and what's the catch? <laughs> there isn't one. If you want us, and we're, we're actually gonna post uh, a post about this, about what it actually is. Like, what do you guys do? We go through your old data. We look at what you've been doing, what you're good at, what you're not good at. What are your goals? Do they align with the type of rider that you are? If not, what do you need to do to get better at them? What is the, you've heard on the James Piccoli podcast, you know, you don't want to be, say you had like four characteristics as a cyclist, you don't want to be a nine, 10, nine, and three. It's better to be like an eight, seven, nine, and eight and a half. So what's the one thing that can really get, you know, get you crushed? Got to be good at a lot of different things to win bike races. Um, and you don't even have to be a bike racer to get one of these done. If you want to finish your first Grand Fondo, we can take a look at what you've been doing and you might not even be training in the right way. This is totally free. Why? Because I started doing this years ago as just a way to try to help cyclists. Um, Evoke Bike has gotten much bigger and every coach that has come on, all five of us said, hey, this is one thing that we are going to continue to do. If you're not down with doing these, then this is probably not the coaching group for you to coach with. And everyone was like, yeah, dude, we're totally down with this. Like, cool. We just want to grow a community and I want to see people get faster. Um, and on the Gary V, you guys know I love Gary V. I just want to see people happy. I want to, I want to see people happy riding a bike and you're going to be happy when you're getting faster and you're going to events and surprising yourself and you're setting PRs. So that's a verbose way of saying this is totally free. Take the information that you want and, uh, and, and just roll with it. And then down the line, sure. If you're looking for a coach, then maybe you're like, hey, those guys help me out. Maybe I'll see what they're up to. Cool. If not, that's not the point of it. It's not a hook. It's just our super small way of giving back to the cycling community to athletes that need some help in figuring out where to steer their ship. There's a lot of information out there, which is awesome. We wanna try and make it a little bit more personalized for you so that you can apply things from your past, your person, and where you're trying to go in your future to your training, okay? So that's what it is. There's no catch. I laughed. Josh has been helping me out a lot. And he's gotten a couple emails. He's like, dude, I think people are like freaked out about this. <laughs> so hopefully this will all clarify it. And if you need anything, hit us up. 
Thanks for listening and tell a friend. See ya.